Hi, this is David Davis from virtualizationsoftware.com. This is VChat number 39. We're live here from VMworld 2015, and I'm proud to be joined by... Simon Seagrave from techhead.co. And Eric Siebert from vSphereLand.com. <laughs> awesome, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. Another year, another VMworld, another busy week. <laughs> yep, and it, it flies by. And I, and I tell you, there's just so much to see and do, so little time to do it. And mm -hmm. it's just uh, so much to take in. And I, I tend to avoid the sessions a lot and just focus on kind of everything else and soak it all in and get what I can. Because the sessions you can always kind of listen to afterwards and that. But the people you can only see while you're here. And um, you know, same with the vendors that are here, you know, it's, it's that big opportunity to kind of get one-on-one -on -one with, you know, anybody you want to. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I'm sad to say I haven't gone to any sessions so far. Okay. Um, but I've met so many great people and talked to so many innovative vendors. Um, but speaking of sessions, Eric, I know you spoke. Tell us a little bit about your sessions and, and how to go. Yeah, I had uh, four this year. Um, two of them were sponsored sessions. One was a VMware um, panel on, on VVALs. And uh, one I'm doing tomorrow, actually, is a um, my own session that made it through the normal voting process on uh, VVALs as well. Um, the sponsored sessions, you know, typically attendees tend to stay away. They, they know they're going to be product pitches and that. Um, at the one session I did on data protection, I had about a hundred and some people at that. That that went fairly well. That's not bad. I that's thought, good number. yeah, yeah, I was pleased. You know, because nobody likes speaking to an empty room. Right. Um, the right. session this morning we had that was more product focused and that um, bright and early 8:30 after all the vendor parties, so attendance huh. we had about 60 people and um, I actually had uh, somebody else fill in for that one to do the session that was more of a product expert and he, he did a great job and everybody stayed for the entire session and that. Um, so overall, you know that and the, and the panel today, um, we had almost 200 people in that one on the panel on VVALs. There was six of us represented from various storage companies, including EMC. And um, that went well, and a lot of interest, a lot of questions and that, so. Yeah, what's the, what sort of questions were you getting there? Do, do, do you think people understand VVOLs yet? Or no, people they don't. Still trying to get their heads <laughs> yeah, so they, they had lots of questions, is, yeah. and they, they want to know everything. They want to know, basically, I think they're starting to get the basic understanding of, of what it is, mm -hmm. but it's things, questions came up around things like data protection, around performance, around implementation, um, you know, just all, all, all over the place on yeah. that, on this actually, the use cases for it. And, um, and that, so, so we didn't have a lot of time to really kind of deep dive in a lot of that stuff. Um, but I think we gave, you know, the people that were there kind of a, a better understanding from our various vendor perspectives on, you know, what VVOLS is all about. So um, the one I'm doing tomorrow is, um, I think it's full, and then I have almost 600 people registered for it. Wow. That's and that's good. my uh, top 10 things you need to know about VVOLS session. People always liked anything top 10, don't they? The top 10. Yeah, they do. Obviously, top, <laughs> top 10 in the title. Yeah, yeah. I mean, David, you've always had <laughs> yeah. a lot of success with your, uh, what, uh, top 10 or top 20 utils, wasn't it? All top kinds 10 of tools. top I use yeah. that all the time, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the last session I had to make it through the voting process here was, I think, two or three years ago, was a top ten one as well. Oh, really? Storage for vSphere. Must so, be the secret to so getting a session. If you want to make a session approved top ten or top anything, is mm -hmm. always good because people know they're going to learn this or that, you know, quantified or you know, it just helps them understand that hey, yeah. you're coming, you're going to learn things and that. And so. if you're in competition with it, you know, just come come through with the top eleven, you know, just <laughs> yeah. get one better than the other person. You know? That's right. You no, know, once I proposed a, I thought it was like a top. 100 or something, like a lightning thing, like lightning facts about things and that. I didn't get it voted through, but that been cool. just, that just quick facts and yeah. that. Instead of kind of deep diving on specific topics, mm -hmm. just throwing out quick things to that, you know, quick one. Little nuggets that's, that's pretty to cool. people on that, but um, so talking of VVOLs, so one thing I can mention to you guys last time, last time we spoke in the last VChat, I was, I was working on something to do with VVOLs at the time, but we couldn't announce it because of 
<laughs> the announcement being a couple of days ago. But yeah. uh, you know, you were saying that um, you know, getting hands-on time in your lab with Vivol. So, mm -hmm. good news is you, you can actually do it now. Oh, really? Uh, and it's what I was um, I was working pulling a demo together for it uh, with with the um, the team responsible for that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can now download for free a, a version of the virtual VNX with Vivol. So I just oh. mentioned that because I, I know awesome. David mentioned that on the uh, yeah. on the last speech. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. So uh, yeah, I played around with it. It's pretty cool. So mm. you can get in there and. Have a play with it and uh, get familiar with it. So. Cool. That's a virtual VNX. Yeah, virtual VNX. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. today I don't think there's a single VSA type software out there that supports VVALs that I yeah. know of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just a technology preview. It's not uh, designed or intended mm -hmm. for production at all yeah. or anything like that. But if you just want to download it, play around with that's it. That's all I need is a technology preview. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That, that's a challenge for all of us bloggers and home labbers is you can't try it out at all. You need an array that supports it. There's very few that do, mm -hmm. and most of yeah. those are big expensive arrays that you know most of us poor bloggers can't afford. Mm -hmm. Unless you chat Sackett or Jason yeah. Bocchi to the uh, <laughs> right. center in your basement. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, well I look forward to seeing the recordings of your sessions. I can't wait to watch all the, yeah. the recorded VMworld sessions as soon as they come out. I don't know when that might be, but um, I was at a VExpert breakfast and just by the way, uh, someone talked about VVols and there was a VExpert there and he said, um, uh, Eric Siebert's blog on VVols has been really good. Uh, helping and me learn okay. more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've written a lot about it mainly because I've been really involved with it and that. So yeah. I got you know real hands-on you know, with it with you know the product experts and just researching and you know for things like my session and all that. So mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of been my, my focal point on my blog in the last couple months is mm -hmm. the VBOL related stuff. Mm -hmm. That's good. So what about the keynote? What or what new innovations have you seen, Simon? Yeah, it was an interesting one this year. I know um, I've overheard a few people sort of walking around the place and eh, a little bit disappointed with yeah. it. There weren't any massive big announcements. Um, but I actually think there were in some respects. I think there was a lot of, um, it wasn't, a, you know, your traditional, quite quite often with the VM world, you'd have one every other year where you'll have a major release and it just so right. happened the release to coincide with VM world. <coughs> this is sort of one of these in-between ones where perhaps... You know, your standard run-of-the-mill vSphere releases sort of falls between right. VMworld, so there's no big announcement <clears throat> there as such. But, uh, yeah, for me, you know, I, I think there's a lot of good stuff. Obviously, the focus is very much around uh, applications, mm -hmm. platform applications mm -hmm. and development. So, you know, the focus was definitely very heavily there. Um, for me, probably one of the most exciting uh, announcements was around the integrated containers. I think that's brilliant. I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of businesses out there, obviously, people, a bit like virtualization. You know, you heard of virtualization, then cloud, and then... You know, that now everyone's hearing about containers, but I think there's very few people out there that probably properly understand what containers are and how they can sure. benefit your business, yeah. you know, put them into context. So um, the fact that VMware have announced, uh, well, uh, Photon, which is the, um, or Proton, sorry, which is the... Photon or Proton? Photon, Photon <coughs> sorry. Like the torpedo. Ah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the fact, you know, you've got the full-blown sort of container you know, container offering there, mm -hmm. or you've got the integrated on it. And I think the integrated is going to be good for VMware because a lot of people invested, obviously, with vSphere virtualization products, and now you know they've got the opportunity to actually you know try out try out you know um, uh, you know some containerized uh, type technologies or applications within their environment to to get familiar with it. So it means they don't need to commit fully into that, but at least they can sort of get in there, get familiar with the, uh, you know, with, with the concept, with the technology, mm -hmm. and then um, move from there. So for me, that was the, you know, probably probably the most exciting uh, announcement there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the container stuff, um, the, the cloud, the UHC, Unified Hybrid Cloud, One Cloud, all yeah. these things the like that. The vMotion to the, the cloud. The, the vMotion to the cloud, they said that was the first live vMotion from cloud to cloud. 
or I thought it was so hybrid. So it's from a pub, hybrid, a, a public, a private data center in Oklahoma. Private to public, yes. First live vMotion. Yeah, and it was funny because we were at the vExpert party um, yesterday, and Pat was there, just saying, you know, informally some stuff, talking to the vExperts and that. And um, you know, he asked, you know, what do you think of the keynote and that? And he was ta talking about the vMotion thing. You know, how he thought that was really cool, and then. Told a story about um, years and years ago. I think it was in, back in 2003 or something um, when he was at Intel. They do a lot of these uh, dev forums and that, and he was in charge of that. And at one of them, um, Mendel was there and uh, to present as well. So Mendel and him were in the back room, and um, they were talking. And uh, Mendel, uh, that was he just announced that they just figured out how to make vMotion work. And <laughs> so it was like the first time they were able to figure that out, that technology and that. And then they just sat there in the back, you know, they were going to call them up, but they just sat there in the back trying to brainstorm use cases and how it all worked and that. So, you know, it's come a, I think that's the marquee thing of um, it's the cool factor in that, you know, it's real an enabling feature in that. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's cool to see it evolve over the year. We have the long distance V-motions. We have the, um, the cloud V-motion now and that. So uh, I think that continues to evolve and really makes a difference in what we can do with our environments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do see that it's unique what VMware is doing. I mean, there's so many um, vSphere admins. Um, I heard half a million customers, or I believe it's customers, uh, out there of you know VMware vSphere, and all those customers, you know, are interested in cloud, of course. But to move to Amazon or Azure or whatever, there's conversion and a lot of new things they need to learn. So I think it's pretty cool how they have the vSphere Web Client plugin to connect. Of course, it's to VMware's cloud. I wish it could right. be to you know, other clouds, perhaps. But um, but it still it gives vSphere admins an option to move to the cloud and and move back even potentially. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I quite often think things obviously you know vendors. I don't think things move quite as quick as they perhaps hope. You know, and uh, as a vendor, you can't be seen as being sort of being left behind, as it were. So. Uh, you know, I, I think it would be a good couple of years before people really start embracing you know, yeah, those, uh, those, the, the cloud-based apps, for example. Um, yeah, for sure, and just the cloud in general, I think, and, and trying to yeah. span that hybrid to public and that. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's always companies out there, you know, perhaps the larger companies, you know, companies in the media sector that, that have already embraced it and will continue to do so. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think uh, a little bit like virtualization, I think, you know, people will be taking small steps in that, in that direction. You know, as budgets come up, they'll start budgeting for it and... Uh, you know, stop making inroads. And, uh, and I think that holds true for the containers too. I, I don't think people are really ready for that right now. Yeah. You know, it's new technology, something VMware is trying to develop and evolve. But I, I don't see people rushing to it. And that you know, it's something they'll probably look up in, and at some point, if it makes sense, maybe they'll head there. And that I think it's right now it has some more specific use cases towards service providers and cloud environments and things like that. Um, but I think that's one again that you know mm -hmm. it takes some time for people to really understand and then you know maybe adopt at some point. Yeah, it's one of those ones, you know, some people, I mean, depending on who you're talking to, will say, okay, containers are going to take over the VMs, you know, but it's not a case, it's not an and or, 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 it's, you know, it's a, it's, well, it's not an or, or type scenario, it's a, you know, either or. You know, I think you'll find a lot of environments, for example, you know, your traditional three-tier platforms, you know, your front end, for example, your web, web hosts, et cetera, you know, they're, they're prime, prime candidates to go out and be containerized, mm -hmm. whereas, you know, your database, because of, uh, you know, maybe you know uh, security issues, etc. Performance. Uh, you may decide to keep it in a virtualization space. So I think you know, in some instances, and once again, I think it'd be sort of um, industry specific to some extent. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, media companies doing transcoding. Well, you know, cloud makes a lot of sense. Um, but others, I think, I think we'll probably find you know, it'll end up being sort of quite a quite a hybrid. 
uh, a selection between sort of containerized, uh, you know, um, yeah. applications and those running on VMs. Yeah, I think. I mean, to me, the keynote was all about VMware saying, you know, hey, look over here. We're still the leader. We're still yeah. visionary. Forget about these other, you know, container pop-ups and stuff like yeah. that. We yeah. are still uh, the the company you need to be looking at. And I thought, you know, they they try to do a good job of of laying out that vision, why they're still relevant. I mean, I think one of the bloggers we know on, on Twitter even went so far as to say or predict that VMware was going to be out of business in, in three years. <laughs> um, and I, I, I thought that was a pretty bold uh, prediction if, if he was serious. But, um, but VMware is obviously saying, hey, you know, not yet. We're not going anywhere. Docker's a great product. We're more than a hypervisor. We're That's right. All the small. We're all the have an offering in that That's space. Right. So yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So uh, what about other things? What about parties? Parties, I've been to parties. Uh, I went to VM Underground the okay. opening night, and that was, it was good this year because there was no tickets or lines. You just go in. They have a big enough venue now where they don't really have to um, have all that ticketing stuff. Um, it, it was good. It was a, you know, they had mm. lots of good food, drink, lots of people there. Um, you know, met lots of people. I think that's one party where I typically see most of the people that I want to see, you know, because it seems like everybody goes there from the mm -hmm. community and that. Um, other than that, I've been to the, the VExpert party, uh, the Veeam party, of course. Can't miss that. That one was pretty good. Again, in the, the Metreon, and another good space because Veeam parties tend to get crowded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that place was huge, so it actually worked out pretty well. And they had a band there this year, and uh, it was actually pretty good. So good. I think I'll skip the, the big one tonight. But uh, The yeah. big VMworld party tonight at the San Francisco AT &T, Giants yeah. AT&T Park. Yeah. Yeah, park. Yeah, With the neon trees and Alabama shakes, I'm not a me a, neither a fan of them either. Yeah. I guess I so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I should do. Maybe it's because I come from the UK. That's that's my excuse rather than getting old. But uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been quite for me party-wise. I mean, uh, you know, um, yeah. Normally, but normally when I'm here, I'm working working the booth or the labs or something like that. So you hit hit the evening anyway, and you just want to go to bed. But this time, you know, went to VBS. That was good. Good turnout. And thanks to everyone that. Uh, Turned up to that and um, VM Underground, and that was a good catch yeah. up. And you know, it's just a good, you know, good way of socialising, catching up with people. Yeah, and that's been pretty much my lot. And uh, what about yourself, David? I would have liked to have gone to V Beers. I, I got here too late. When one year, I, I hope to go. I still hope yeah. to go one year. I went to VM Underground, but just about for an hour, an hour and a half, and and didn't get to really talk to that many people. So, uh, but it was yeah. like you said, a great venue. Um, I don't know if I'll go to the, the big stadium tonight. It sounds sort of intriguing and fun. But yeah, yeah, it's I did, like a carnival there, yeah, I think, isn't it? So yeah. that, that, that could be interesting. I did spend um, a, most of a day at Tech Field Day. Uh, Stephen Foskett oh, has okay. his, his Tech mm -hmm. Field Day here at VMworld. And we looked at four different companies, all really related to storage in, in one okay. way or the other. And there's some really exciting, you know, innovative stuff. Um, one of them doing, you know, like storage virtualization, basically any storage underneath and you can just do whatever you want to do with your storage okay. kind of like magic sauce in there huh. uh, another one that was doing um, the actually uh, I'll mention this one specifically it was SanDisk uh, came out with the first um, vSphere API for IO oh, filtering IO filtering yeah. the IO yeah. filtering yeah the first vSphere host based caching IO filtering solution, I guess. Right, leveraging that. Yes, yeah. So that was pretty fascinating, yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't see a lot of vendors embracing it. They were the only ones I've noticed that actually have. Um, a lot of the storage companies were at the back end of it. So to have some server side filtering, in a lot of cases, you know, doesn't really work well for us. It's more of the apps that run 
on the server side, where that's you know things like uh, any replication. I know uh, Infineo is looking at that for kind of switching to that type of architecture. Yeah. Um, anything maybe around you know security apps, looking at disk I/O and things like that. Mm -hmm. But um, so it's definitely it's good. It's kind of like the VM safe for networking and that puts those APIs out there so we can plug right into the, the I/O stream and be able to interact with it. So that's another one. That's yeah, yeah. Cool I thought it was pretty innovative, um, interesting at least. Um, Let's see, I, th I think that's it for about, for me. Um, other than we did release a new book here called The Gorilla Guide to Hyperconvergence. We've know. been distributing mm -hmm. that around the show. 5,000 of them have been distributed around the show. So that, that's exciting. And yeah, fun. that sounds quite good. You, uh, you, yeah. yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a great series. I did yeah. do, um, at the Pluralsight booth, they had me do a, a Twitter Periscope interview, oh, <laughs> which is the first time I've done that. They Periscope. held a big iPad up, and I talked to the iPad. You mean the bandwidth is okay? You could actually do that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, wow. they, they said it good. We had 140 people live wow. listening to, to me uh, talk about, you know, live from VMworld, so that was different. That was pretty cool. Um, I was on the Cube for the first time ever, oh, nice. yeah. so that was what fun. What was the topic? Or? Uh, Stu interviewed um, other Scott Lowe, Scott D. Lowe okay, and I, okay. about, you know, hyperconvergence yeah. in general and the trends. Okay. Yeah, so that was that was fun and exciting. Um, first time, I mean, I'd never been on the the cube officially. We did a VChat in the set once. That's what I remember. Oh, right. I was yeah, going to mention. Was, well, yeah. I think that was like the VMworld TV stage, didn't okay. they call it? It wasn't like the okay, cube yeah, that year. Like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that was fun. We'll have to go back and reference that in our in our blog post about this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Watch well, us before we uh, start recording. We were talking about how many. I mean, this is episode thirty-nine, so we're almost up to forty, which is amazing. And been running about what four years, so we worked out it's not as bad as we thought. It's almost about one a, one a month, give or take. With a year gap here, with and a year there gap and here. And there. So, uh, <laughs> so hopefully, uh, you know, we're doing a lot better now. It's much more, uh, much more consistent. Yeah, in fact, the VChat was originally uh, thought of, born here at VMworld. Yeah. Um, I don't remember exactly how it turned out, but each of us were talking about doing a podcast, and and we ended up doing one together. So yeah, yeah. 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 that must but, be what four four years ago, five years ago, probably, probably so. Yeah. Wow. Probably so. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Well, one thing I did today that was mm -hmm. pretty cool um, was I took part in my first hackathon. So I've been working whilst I'm here, but I had a little bit of time off. So um, yeah, when when I did a uh, vCloud Air hackathon, which was a lot of fun. Didn't know what to expect. I've heard yeah. of hackathons before, mm -hmm. um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, so basically, uh, well, nothing to do with hacking. <laughs> oh, that's well, my natural thought was, okay, you're sitting there banging away trying no, to no, break no, no, the thing. No, you're not trying to break firewalls okay. or anything like that. No, in this instance, anyway, there, there must be hackathons out there like that. Um, there were two two streams to it. The first one was uh, challenges. So there was around about 10 challenges. So you had a vCloud Air account, and they gener generously uh, gave you $600 onto the account to spin up VMs and what have you. And they had a set of challenges that you had to go through. And after you uh, completed each one, then you got it vetted, and they uh, gave you a prize. Each one like a little branded vCloud Air thing. So, were the challenges on, on like how to do something or? Yeah, how to... so, the, so the first one, for example, you know, once you've got your, your account up and running, your first one was a very easy one. You had to get a virtual machine up and running. Okay. And then I've got to think, the, the, the next one there, you had to be able to ping it uh, over the internet. Did they give you any guidance for doing it, or no. you just had to? Okay, no, that, no, that was okay. literally it. Okay. Oh, so okay. you had to. Uh, there, there, there were uh, prompters around to you know ask questions okay. if you got stuck or anything. But um, no, I mean it, it. It was good. So uh, as you went down the list, it got tougher and tougher to a point where you know you were, had a couple of web servers up and running. You were actually hosting a personal website, uh, clustered. 
um, and, and you know things like that. So it's so, like some like do it with emotion while standing on one leg while uh, typing <laughs> yeah, in yeah. this. And <laughs> well, it's good actually. Yeah. I mean, you have to have a good appreciation of the, you know vCloud Air, the virtualization, okay. um, and also networking, particularly firewalls. Um, so it really got you using the product, using the interface. So it's very smart. Um, so what was our goal out of that to get out of that was it just getting feedback from users or seeing how the usability is or I think just getting people familiar with it um, it, it yeah. was good actually okay. you know from that I've used vCloud Air a little bit and not much but I'll, I'll actually go away from okay. this especially with the credit that they gave you and yeah. I know um, at the moment if you sign up they, they're, they're offering $300 of free credit which you know lasts quite a while I mean mm -hmm. I've got to remember to turn my VMs down actually because they're still running I mean you've got to put your credit card in there so mm -hmm. uh, I've got to tear those down I mean it'll take a while to get 300, 600 bucks because I've only got two two VMs running but uh, no I think the um, the ultimate goal from it was really just getting people using it okay you know get people yeah. you know get it in the hands of the people get them using it and uh, from there obviously they'll start talking about it and yeah I think that's smart I mean because most most vSphere admins like we said with cloud mm -hmm. they're just they're not interested or it's it sounds scary or you know yeah, yeah. whatever so yeah this just shows them that hey it's it's not as hard as you think yeah well well yeah. that was that, that was the one part was the challenge the second part was uh, more for the DevOps community it was a case of right sit down and create something create anything Ooh. and then uh, basically it started about nine o'clock in the morning at three thirty or four I think it was um, you had to present what you'd created and okay. uh, there was a represent representation there for Google. Um, uh, there were some judges, and they, they would judge based on what you created in the pitch that you did at the end of the day. Wow. So that was mm. really really around the DevOps community. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's a it's a double win there for them. Really, it's you know, it's uh, you know, for people that perhaps aren't too experienced with it or haven't used it too much, like myself. You know, the challenge was excellent. But if you're you know, if you're from the uh, DevOps background, it was ideal. So uh, yeah, very good. I I enjoyed it. Cool. A lot of fun. Yeah, definitely recommend it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's that's really innovative, I think. And of course, they have their hands-on labs as well here, which yeah, I yeah. have seen some pictures of on the internet, but I haven't had time to, okay. to no, try no, any no. myself. <laughs> no, no, same. Yeah. Um, the show floor uh, has been hot. It seems very crowded this year. As like, mm. like they tried to fit more in there, so they put things closer together, and there mm. just seems. A lot more in there yeah. this year than. Pretty small of an atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, there were 23,000 attendees, I yeah, heard, this year. So just over 23, and I think mm. the record, and I don't know, who knows how they. Because I think the attendance wise includes VMware employees, because I got the attendance file like as of a year, a week ago, and it was about 12,000. Mm. Yeah, I think it depends how creative they want to be. Yeah, with the so numbers and that. To, to, to a point. Um, but it definitely but seems it seems crowded, busy, seems yeah. full. It's got a great yeah, atmosphere. Um, um, and interesting enough, back at Vegas next year. Yeah, they, they haven't so, officially yeah. announced uh, that I know of yet, but they unofficially announced on the... Oh, the signs uh, are up. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, signs are up. Yeah, okay. Employers, yeah, yeah. yeah, last year we found out on the uh, community podcast, Eric Nielsen um, announced it, and I was talking to Tony Dunn at uh, one of the parties, and he had said that I think this was the... Well, next year was the last year they were under contract for here, but since it's under renovation, yeah. um, they couldn't do it here, and they're not sure where in Vegas it's going to be at. It may not be at the Venetian no, again. No, no, Mandalay Bay. Could be Mandalay. No, it is Mandalay Oh, it is Mandalay Bay. for yep, sure. Yep. Okay. Mm. Yep. okay. Um, and it may be there for multiple years as well, as what yeah. they were saying as well. So. Yeah, I think that's kind of, I mean, I love San Francisco, I really do. Um, but Yeah, but after so many consecutive years, it kind of gets a little... Well, yeah. the only thing is, is the, um, the keynotes. So, for example, on, on day one, 
I was a little bit late getting there. So the keynotes, they, they closed off the door for the keynotes. Uh, so what's on there? Because of you know, fire regulations. The, um, the hang space, they were directing people away from that because that was absolutely packed. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, and about 100 degrees in there. Uh, so, you know, perhaps they need somewhere with a slightly larger, yeah. um, you know, session area. better equipped to handle those. You know, and better food, too. The food's still <laughs> terrible here. <laughs> I love Vegas, though. Box I love lunches them. they give are just awful. Oh, sorry, San Fran, not Vegas. Yeah. No, I love San Fran. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Vegas I actually, isn't a quiet taste. I actually preferred. And, I mean, take out all the distractions in Vegas, but, you know, the, the they're better equipped, it seems like, to, to handle it. You're in one building. You're not walking all over the place between three or four buildings mm. and yeah. all that because we're, we're overflowed to the Marriott here. They got sessions at the Marriott at Moscone West and you have to go north so uh, or south actually where everything is downstairs so it's so they can handle the larger larger shows here so a couple of years ago I actually attended uh, Oracle Open World and that's interesting because they actually close off the street between Moscone South and North and they actually put tents up all the way down the middle See, of the street. I wouldn't call that um, handling because if they're doing tents they can't really handle it they're just accommodating, accommodating. It. Yes, yeah. I heard that um, Salesforce conference is here in a couple of weeks and they're gonna have how many? 100,000 really? attendees. Wow. Yeah, I can't imagine what the hotel rates here are for that they probably triple them instead of double yeah, them. Yeah I can't I'll either. Open was about 45 I think okay. 40. That's still so crazy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. a lot. So that that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh -huh. I love San Francisco and the mm. you know going down to Fisherman's Wharf, which I've I've, did, I've done um, this VMworld and and really it's you know just beautiful. Yeah. Vegas doesn't have that, but I guess they have the fake you know river where yeah, the people the, the gondolas. gondolas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a, a different feel. Yeah. Right, right. But no, like you said, I think Vegas is more equipped to handle it. You just get to stay in the one convention hotel the yeah, whole week. Don't even have to week. see the sun. That's right. You never have to leave. Suck up the air conditioning. And, <laughs> and just consume virtualization. And yeah, the food's exactly. better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Simon. Thanks, Eric, for joining me for this special VMworld 2015 edition of VChat. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's been great. And uh, it's been great to uh, catch up in person for once. Yeah, our yearly meeting. We actually get to see each other <laughs> once a year. So it's been good. And, just like uh, Christmas. We'll go virtual now and do these... Uh, from our houses and <laughs> that's right well yeah we got a lot more virtual v-chats yeah we've been talking about things to uh, discuss in upcoming v-chats so we've got a ton of stuff to talk about so yep. uh oh, i look forward to it yep stay tuned yeah thanks, thanks everyone so